<sighs> Welcome back to Anchoritis. This is the show about the exploration of ideas and self-discovery. Uh, I am Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us this week. If I sound a little miffed, uh, it is because I just recorded about 30 minutes of this podcast and my DP008ESC by Tascam decided that it didn't want to save the file. And so I got an error on exporting it to the SD card and it said, please power down. So I said, okay. And I powered down and when I brought it back up, uh, I had none of what I had just recorded. I feel like it was good too. I feel like it was a good solid 30 minutes. And I know that this happens a lot. Uh, this is, it's a technical issue. I shouldn't get upset about it, but it's just like, I think now about trying to trying to remember everything I talked about and trying to recreate that is just exhausting to me. Um, and ironically, that's kind of what we talked about is some of my motivations um, for my type nine personality. So I'm just, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to jump back into this, but my headspace now is all, I'm all keyed up on why this thing broke. Um, so <laughs> trying to think back about what we talked about. So I went ahead and took that larger Enneagram test, um, the paid version, and it came also back with a type nine personality, uh, which is the peacemaker, which right now trying really hard to keep peace and harmony. Uh, but the, you know, you know, what's kind of weird is, and I talked a little bit about this in the last recording I did, but um, the tendency of nines to actually be beneath the surface, very angry people. <sighs> and I feel that right now. <laughs> I feel that a lot. And I'm, I'm trying to see if, um, I'm trying to explore that idea and that motivation of, am I really more angry than I think? Um, I know that I've pushed that down a lot over the years. And that can't be super healthy, right? Probably not. So this is kind of ironic that I'm sitting here re-recording this episode, given that that just happened. Um, and it is really causing me some frustration. And mostly because I, I, it takes a lot out of me to express myself and to really get myself to be honest and open. And now I did that and it got ripped away from me. And I just... That irritates me a lot. And of course, just the general technical issues irritate me because things should just work. And when they don't and it doesn't make sense, then whatever. So anyway, guys, I took the the ready test, which is the um which is the uh the longer test. It still took me only like 40-ish minutes, but um it just confirmed what the other test said. So I think the takeaway there is if you're looking to take one, take the free one and just kind of see what resonates with you. And then if you want to dig into it deeper, that's fine. But it confirmed with me that I'm most likely a type nine or a type five. Lots of the stuff with the type nine is kind of more resonating with me. But one of the things I'm trying to um, examine this, this, this go around is the motivations for it. And I think that that's kind of my big, my big to do right now. 
because you can you can be a peacemaker you can want peace and your motivation could be because you want everyone to get along because you care about people so much and you just want the best for them and you're a very caring loving person or it can be because you're afraid of conflict you're just you you tremble at it and you worry about it and you know that doesn't resonate with me either neither does the really oh i care so much about people what does resonate with me more is that I don't want to expend the energy that it would take to the energy that it would take to care enough about something. So for me, it's kind of this weird mental math that I have to do that tells me, okay, this person's going to be upset about this, or this person's going to say this, and this is all done subconsciously. I don't really think this way, but then I just go, you know what? It's just going to be easier for me if I just go along with it. And I can actually think, excuse me, it's very early. Um, I can actually think about a time in my life where a switch flipped. And I, I actually used to think back to this as a good thing. And I would use this as an example for people. And it, for all I know, it might still be a good thing, but I'm just, just keep that in mind that I'm still trying to work that out. So I remember a time when I would fight my parents on a lot of things, um, specifically when they would want me to mow the lawn or take the trash out or, and I would just make it, I would just avoid doing it. Like I, I try to come up with ways to like, Oh, I'm, I'm sick or I can't do this or I can't do that. And, you know, one day I was particularly irritated about something and my mom asked me, I believe it was to take the trash out. And I just got to this point where I'm like, I'm so done. I'm so done fighting this. And so I just went, okay. And I just got the trash, took it out came back in. I didn't make a fuss about it. I didn't slam any doors. I just did it. And I remember, I'm I'm fairly certain, and mom, if you're listening to this, and this isn't how it went down, you probably had no idea that this even happened, but um, they, mom just said, thank you. Like, oh, hey, thanks. Thanks for taking that trash out. And it clicked with me. I was like, wow, that was not a fight. That wasn't an argument. That wasn't a fo- Like, I would spend so much time arguing about, why do I have to be the one to take out the trash? You have eight children. Why can't someone else take out the trash? And why can't someone else mow the lawn? Because I happen to be the youngest boy, and all my other brothers went off to work, and it was left to me to do it. See, there's some of that subterranean anger there. But anyway, I remember thinking, man, that was a whole lot easier. That was so much easier than putting it off. That was so much easier than slamming the door and then having to get into this argument about my attitude. That was so much easier than... I would end up having to do it anyway, right? So it's so much easier to just do it. And this thing really clicked in my head. And I was a teenager at the time, but it really clicked and it just said to me, life will be so much easier... If you just do what you're told to do. And I think it's only now coming full circle circle where I realize 
the power of that and how much that shaped me into who I am today. And there is a, a part of this where I really do, I really do feel that it's true that, and that it may be a really good way to live your life in certain circumstances. But I think like all things, there needs to be some moderation and there needs to be times when you're willing to expend the energy to fight about something. And there are times like that for me. Um, but I think they're few and far between and probably two in between. Um, I need to do that mental math to figure out what is worth me fighting for and what's not. And there's been times where I've done that and I've exploded at people because I've suppressed it for so long. That's that subterranean anger too. But, you know, I just, that is really, I think, where it came back from. Uh, just, I realized life is going to be so much easier if you just do what your parents tell you to do. <laughs> that sound like such a little, like, goody two-shoes. But, and there was instances in my life where I didn't do what my parents wanted to do. I went through some time in college where it was kind of touch and go with my parents and me. So that wasn't, it wasn't really that I just all of a sudden was like, you know, I'm going to do everything they say, but I did suddenly start to do this mental math. Okay. She's asking me to take out the trash. This is not a hill I'm going to die on. I'm going to pick my battles. But then when it came to myself wanting some freedom from them, then yeah, I picked that battle and that battle sucked. But, um, I think it was a battle that was worth fighting. So, um, it just, it started me down this whole path of this mental, uh, decision-making tree, if you will, where it branches out in different directions and I have to make a decision about what way is going to be easier. I am all about life, making life easier, that life doesn't have to be hard, especially in the world that we live in today. Um, and that, that too has some drawbacks to it as well, because if you don't ever struggle with something, then you end up quitting and you end up becoming a very doughy, slightly overweight middle-aged man like myself <laughs> uh so yeah there's there's some benefits and drawbacks to it and that's the kind of stuff I'm gonna try to work out in my mind um but I'm pretty comfortable with saying that I'm a type nine but I do need to look into the motivations for it um I do feel a need for peace and harmony uh, I do tend to avoid conflicts um whether internal or interpersonal um I just, yeah, I tend to be introverted. I tend to be easygoing. I like to go with the flow. But um, what my motivations are for that, I think might differ from other people who are also type nines. But I don't think that may, I don't think that moves me out of the type nine. But I am going to be uh, reading this book. And I started on it just listening to the type nine. But this is called Personality Types, Using the Enneagram for Self-Discovery. And this is actually by Don Richard Riso and Ross, Russ Hudson. And Riso is the one, this test from the Enneagram Institute is, is his test. So um, I'm going to listen to, I listened to the Type 9 section, still, still got that familiar resonating feeling where it's like, yeah, that's totally right. And, uh, but I, I also read the the type five, which is my next likeliest, um, even though it's a lot smaller margin. Um, so, for example, let me see if I still have the results up here. Yeah, yeah. So the score for the type nine was a twenty nine, and then the next nearest was a type five, which was the investigator. Um, and so, and then type four was my my next highest, at the individualist at nineteen. I haven't read about that one yet, but. Um, 
I'm going to go through and just touch on all of these and just listen to this entire book and just kind of figure out what it was. But my highest score was still a nine and I still feel like that resonates. My goal now is to just kind of look through my motivations and discover things kind of like that, that instance with my, my parents. And I actually use that as an example a lot to, to other people where I'm like, man, life will be so much easier if you just quit fighting it. Just go with the flow. Like if your mom tells you to do something, it's not the end of the world. Just do it because the energy that you're going to expend arguing about it, that mental energy that for me was not worth it. So, but then there, sorry, it's still really early. Then there was times where it was worth it for me. And there were fights that my, myself and my parents had, and there were hills that I was not willing to die on that I was going to, or no, there were hills that I was willing to die on. Um, and I stuck to my guns on those things. And, um, it, uh, yeah, it helped shape who I am today, but that's for better and for worse. So that's the kind of things I need to figure out. And this test was really helpful. Um, that's probably about all I'm going to talk about on that. I spent, man, I spent 30 minutes talking on the last recording, but now I'm worried that the course of this one's not going to take. So I'm going to pretty much wrap things up here. Um, just know that I'm going to be going through and kind of working through this stuff a little bit more. Um, it's kind of, it, it just, I gotta, I gotta touch on this a little bit more. This, the, this subterranean anger thing that they say is very common in a type nine. I just saw that in display just, just now because I recorded this 30 minute felt like it was good. I was going to get ready to upload it, and then it broke. And ugh, just this feeling just started bubbling up in me like this. This sucks. Like, oh, I can't believe it's happening. And I was in a little bit of a denial for a while, too. Like, no, 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 it's still here. It's still here. It's still on there. And no, no, the file is like two kilobytes, and that cannot have a 30-minute podcast on it. So it's broken. Um. And I talked a little bit about that anger in, in the last recording where I said, I said, basically, I don't know if I really have this subterranean anger. I, I get angry, you know, everybody does, but I've been trying to kind of figure out a way to tap into that. And I've been trying to incorporate it into some of my workouts. Like I need to try to like explore it that way and make sure that I funnel it through correctly. And so then this happened and I, by getting upset about it, I really was like seeing myself in a different light now, seeing that, okay, there's probably some anger there. Uh, justified, yeah, no, not really, but, but definitely it's something from very deep inside me welling up a little bit. And I think you can tell by how I started this podcast that I was not thrilled to have to redo this entire show, but, um, you know, this is, this is it. This is kind of why I've been doing this is because when, when that anger comes up, typically I'd be so unaware of it and I'd just be like, yeah, it's just anger. But now I'm looking at it and I'm staring it in the face and I'm saying, why are you here? What is your deal? What's your problem? Uh, and by trying to understand that, hopefully I can help minimize it. Hopefully I can help funnel it somewhere different. So like right now I should probably try to do something constructive so that I can try to funnel that frustration of this not working into something good, into this show. Um, so yeah, I apologize that this show will be a little bit smaller, but you know what? 
I think I've come to the acceptance side of my anger and I've realized that things happen for a reason and you know, who knows? Um, there is a section of the podcast that I actually recorded on, um, my GoPro here because we're going to be going to Colorado. And so I'm doing a little video for that. So, uh, if you actually want to see my podcast setup, that should be on my YouTube channel, probably in a couple weeks, cause we're going to go record that. And, um, but yeah, but I won't have the audio source. Like I wanted, I wanted to pull the podcast audio source. So it sounded really good, but I won't have it now because it's broken. <sighs> Any. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe there's some subterranean anger. I don't know if I would, can I've, I would, um, if I would say that it's like Hulk, there, there's this, there was this thing I read that said the type nine's anger is very similar to that of Bruce Banner and the Hulk. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. That seems, I don't know. That's trying, seems like I'm trying to be cooler about it than I really am, but um, there's definitely some work I need to do on, on funneling that frustration the correct way. So if you have any tips on that, if you've ever gone through that, let me know. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I don't know if there'll be an episode this next week as we will be out of town sometime this next week. And when we get back, I'm sure we'll run a record a bunch of the, on the DBLA podcast, which is the double a podcast. That's a podcast that I do with my wife. We try to do it every single week, sometimes on like Friday night or on the weekends or something like that. Um, typically it's like either before or after I've recorded this podcast. So, um, you can find that at anchor.fm slash D B L A for double a, um, because we're Ashley and Aaron, you get it. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, anyway, you can, yeah, you can find that there. Um, it's, it's a good time. We talk a lot about the adoption. We talk a lot about, you know, our health. We just try to uh, we try to have a good time. We try to talk through things in our relationship and things like that. So it's really interesting. I really enjoy doing it. It's one of my favorite podcasts so far. I really like it. And then, of course, Caleb and I have a podcast called Because We Are Dorks, anchor.fm slash BWAD. I do like our acronyms. Um, and we'll be probably talking about some of the stuff we did on that, too, since it's the first time that we've really gone on a vacation together. So that should be really interesting. We're taking the whole family going back up to Colorado where we love to be. And uh, I'm going to try to be creative and I'm going to try to disconnect from work and just kind of reset myself and hopefully be a better person when I get back. Uh, type 9s like to do that, by the way. <laughs> they like to take some time off and then kind of feel like they've recharged a lot. So that's what I'm going to do. All right. Well, thank you guys for, for putting up with me during this a little bit shorter episode, but also jam-packed uh with with deep philosophical and and meaningful conversation thank you so much all right be sure to check us out at anchor.fm slash uh anchoritis that's what this show is i have too many podcasts uh you can support the show on anchor monetarily if you so wish if you would like me to be able to afford to buy a better recorder that doesn't destroy my recording that would be great because that's the first time it's happened. And I'm, if it happens again now, guys, uh, you'll never know. But I'm going to be mad. <laughs> uh, but hopefully this being a little bit shorter, hopefully this will work. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for, for listening to the show. Again, if you want to support, you can. But we're great. We got a good pair of mics. This recorder is older. I need to probably get a new one. But that's what that kind of money would be used for, should you choose to to uh, sponsor this podcast. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, 
that's it. I'm out. I don't really have an outro. I need to work on that. I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye.